Hey, Cutie Nation, Anastasia here doing a little preamble before the episode. This is actually an unlocked episode from our Patreon bonuses. If you subscribe to our Patreon, you get access to our Cutie Nation Discord. And over there, we talk about all kinds of cool stuff, basketball, dogs, other great stuff. (laughs) And that is how we found out that one of our listeners actually has a podcast about Twilight. So we invited her to come on the show. Um, You are about to hear the lovely and amazing Cam Purdy. And you can actually watch the video of this episode and get two monthly bonus eps by subscribing at patreon.com slash dunktown. If you're craving basketball talk again, do not fret. We're coming back next week with fresh episodes for you. So... Enjoy it. Love you. Bye. Welcome to Dunktown Post Game. I'm Anastasia. And I'm Agata. With us, as always, is our uh, charming producer, Gabe. Ooh. (laughs) Mm. Adjusting tide. (laughs) (laughs) And for our first time ever on post game, we have a guest. That's right. Um, an extra special guest. Thank you. I was waiting. Um. (laughs) She's a member of Cutie Nation, host of the podcast Unbitten. It's our very own Cameron Purdy. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. I'm. Yeah, I'm having a good time. I, I I told you guys before, but I had a, a very interesting experience trying to make the drink I'm drinking right now. But yeah. it, it's successful now, and that's all Corks, that matters. Glass, lots lots going on. But yeah, it shirt ruined. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> you so know I didn't like it. I have a a way of getting red stuff out of fabric. Uh, you put it in a bowl with a bunch of ice cubes on it, and then once the ice melts, it comes out. Wait, what? Yeah, I've done this like a hundred times because I'm a messy girl. (laughs) And I like if you just like lay it flat uh, where the stain is in like a bowl or the sink or anywhere that you don't mind getting wet bathtub and then put (laughs) a bunch of ice on top of it. The ice like melts through the shirt or through the fabric. That's so how does that get the stain out? I, it works. I don't know how. That's so I've done it like a hundred times. <laughs> interesting. Wow. That's so. I have no idea. I don't know I, why. When you said you were going, like you had a way to get it out, my first thought was like you were going to say something like magical. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> like li- not like magical as in like oh it magically works, but like literal magic. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, that was just my you, first thought. I was like, oh yeah, we'll do a spell. <laughs> you make a wish on a turtle's back. Oh, yeah. Rub it three times. <laughs> Edward Cullen has to suck the stain out of it. <laughs> that is pertinent. Yeah, <laughs> very on theme, Gabe. Um, I really like your hair. You've got two different colors going yes, on. I split dye it yesterday. Split dye. Mm-hmm. Very, so cute. very cute. Very trendy. I'm Seen so it trendy. on TikTok. I'm an e girl. Um. <laughs> it looks great. Thank um, you. You. Uh, Okay, well, let, we'll get into the movie in a minute. We've got so much to talk about. But first, <laughs> as our inaugural guest, 
It's time to talk about what you're drinking. Ooh. Oh, what you're drinking. You know what? I just uh, got word, actually, that that song, top of the charts in Canada. Oh, my God. <laughs> Your hometown. My hometown? <laughs> it means so much that the people in my hometown in Alberta, Canada, care about my What You're Drinking themes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to cry. <laughs> we they they are saying as soon as pandemic is over they want a live version <laughs> a concert <laughs> in alberta yes yes well, i understand they're building a new pop star uh mount rushmore in canada that's gonna be <laughs> oh. um avril lavigne celine dion, celine dion shania twain Justin Bieber and Agata. <laughs> uh, I thought it was just going to be like four Agatas, but I guess the other ones are like, I guess they're fine too. Oh, I mean, I, it's, ni- it's nice to be recognized and, and, you know, to see your talent really reach um, mm-hmm. the way that you always dreamed it would. So, yeah, amazing. Um, Karen, tell us what you drinking. So, I am drinking a traditional red wine sangria. Um, it looks so cute. Little chunks of oranges. Oranges and apples. Ooh. They're both in here. And Yum. they like, yeah. So, uh, you know, I put them in the thing with brown sugar and mix it all up. Uh, spent 15 minutes trying to open the wine bottle. Once I opened that, poured that in with orange juice and brandy. Amazing. And delicious. <laughs> uh, that sounds amazing. Yeah. And yeah. very appropriate. Looks like blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. Is that why? You, is that why you went in that direction? Um, I was planning on making it, and then I was like, <laughs> "Oh, this makes perfect sense." Um, you know, I probably should have kept on the shirt that I ruined because it would have been a great like theme. You know, yeah. But I thought like maybe just be like a little bit too extra. You know, like going too hard. Um, so I, <laughs> I toned it back. Um, Cam did tell me <laughs> that she was going to make this, and she said, "Blood, but make it fruity," <laughs> which is <Yes>. perfect. <laughs> I mean, um, if I were a vampire, I would definitely like make the drinks like fancy. So mm, for sure, yeah. <laughs> Why not? It's just an example. <laughs> put, put some apples and oranges in your blood. <laughs> um, so we wanted to kind of stay on theme too. Originally, I was like, I'll find that Rainier beer that Charlie oh drinks. Oh my god, iconic! But yeah. <laughs> apparently, it's really not sold in Southern California, so <laughs> I couldn't find it anywhere. Um, plus, Agata doesn't drink beer, so that would have been horrible. That's true. Uh, so we went with Washington's own Starbucks. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> Starbucks, baby! Beautiful. I got, um, and we we are not regular Starbucks no. drinkers. I, you're not really a coffee drinker, no. in general. And I like uh, the bougie places. I my favorite coffee place is my neighbor Molly putting a shot of espresso <laughs> on the wall so that I can go pick it up. <laughs> um, Cafe Molly is Cafe great. Molly, as yeah. I call it. Um, <laughs> but we've got a lot. I mean, you know, we're in, we're in LA, so we're, there's a lot of stupid little hipster coffee shops, which I love. But we went to Starbucks for the reason that you just mentioned. And I'm actually really impressed with my drink. What, okay, what'd you get? I got a grande oat milk honey latte Ooh, with honey. the mm. vanilla cold foam on top that sounds amazing that it's sounds really, really good. good yeah <laughs> and and they have oat milk which is something they didn't have for a long time right 
Yeah. And but, I'm a, I'm an oat milk snob. Yeah, everywhere <laughs> everywhere is just getting oat milk now. Like I mean, yeah. we have Starbucks here, but like the main thing is Duncan and Duncan recently got oat milk, so. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone's yeah. been hopping on that. <laughs> exactly. So they, it's been yeah, it, they waited way too long to make it available, but Yeah, Starbucks that's kind of ridiculous yeah. because they probably lost so much money. Well, and it's like Oat milk is so cheap. They could make it themselves like in-house. Yeah. And it would be super cheap and and they could charge an extra, you know, 50 cents or dollar or whatever. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, they fucked up. I got a cold brew with salted caramel sweet cream <laughs> foam or something. Yum. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's not as sweet as I th- as I thought it would be, but it's good. I am enjoying it. Yeah, if you're like really going for like the sweetness at Starbucks, you would have to do like a latte because then they can get the least amount of like caffeine and or, like yeah. coffee in there and then the most amount of sweet things piled on top. Right. Yeah. Just um, not pu- that I'm saying pumping. that I do that, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm mine's not very sweet, which I'm happy about because I don't love a sweet coffee drink. Yeah, I think when I drink coffee, I do a very simple like coffee with oat milk. It's yeah. kind of my jam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Gabe, Gabe what you drinking? What you drinking? Um, so Andrea, my wife, and I took my wife. Little... Brag about your wife. <laughs> we all want my wives, wife. Gabe. Okay, I've got a great wife. <laughs> Can I have her? Nope. Please. Um, oh. No. Um, so we took our little dog Louie uh, to a nature walk this morning and stopped for gas on the way back. So I ran into the Circle K mm-hmm. and I was kind of in a rush. I just wanted to get something I'd never tried before. I just poured it and I'm really smelling it hard. <laughs> this is a pina colada Fanta. Ooh. Oh my goodness. So I, I imagine it's probably going to be the sweetest of all the drinks, but I'm going to try it right now. Let's see. Please. Little straw. Cute. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's Dude. very sweet, but it tastes like a, you know, pina colada Slurpee. Oh, that's good. But I like all that. melted and soda-y, so mm. I like it. I, I love different flavors of Fanta. The only time I ever get them is like when you go to Five Guys and they have that like giant soda fountain that has all the different flavors. And I combine strawberry and peach Fanta together every time. Ooh. So that good. good. That sounds like I a bet good that's mix. Good. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. really, really good. Yum. Do you remember the Fanta girls? Mm-hmm. Wanna Fanta? Don't you wanna? Uh, Cameron, this is probably yeah. before you. <laughs> I'm, a ch- I'm, a ch- I'm a child. I don't know. <laughs> Just Google Wanna Fanta. And All I, this- the only thing similar to that I know is Wanna Sprite, Sprite Cranberry. That's what I know. Oh, oh, you know what? That's, my, that's my version of that. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm about to sound really old, but my niece and nephew sing the Sprite Cranberry commercial all the time. That's is that the one LeBron sings? Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's the thirst, thirsty is time. <laughs> yeah. Someone in my creative writing class this semester wrote about that coming out, like it, as part of his story. It works somehow. Um, <laughs> but yeah, iconic to uh, Gen my Z loves as part of his school. coming out story. No, like coming out as part of his creative writing story although oh, that okay. would be hilarious <laughs> was just like this like cards like animated lebron's muscles just really got him going and he was like wait <laughs> it gave him the bravery to come yeah. out yeah it was like i have to announce my love for lebron in this commercial <laughs> what about that sprite commercial with drake where his face breaks into like a million pieces oh god Terrifying. i forgot about that <laughs> horrifying yeah <laughs> What you does that have to do it? with refreshment? 
I have no I, clue. I feel like that that's not that old though. That was like a couple years ago. Yeah, that's more recent than Moana Fanta. Don't you want <laughs> <laughs> the really recent like drink commercial that has been extremely upsetting is the Bob Ross one. Oh yeah, it's that so, is upsetting. It's so rude. They just absolutely commercialize and like capitalism sucks so bad. So <laughs> Bob <laughs> Ross is like the most wholesome, yeah. you know person and like was on PBS. It's not like he was rich off of what he was doing, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. We forgot like, to mention I, uh, we got K-pops too. We did Ooh, get K-pops. K-pops, amazing. A I rare have, treat. I have like a fourth of the orange left. <laughs> and I'll like eat it later. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. We have so much to talk about with this movie. Gabe oh has so many things to say, I know. <laughs> Um, so let's get into the movie. Let's all go to them. Let's all go to them. Anyway, let's go to the movie. So we watched Twilight from 2008. The Amazon Prime synopsis is the first film in the Twilight franchise, Two Hearts. Two fates and two worlds, human and vampire, collide when Bella, Kristen Stewart, and Edward, Robert Pattinson, oh my God, fall in pretty. love. <laughs> 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 okay, starring Kristen Stewart, Robert Pattinson, Taylor Lautner, Anna Kendrick. I'm not going to keep reading. There's a long list. Peter Facinelli. Facinelli. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny that they put Taylor Lautner third because he's in this movie for all of three seconds. Yeah. Uh, he's like, like, it's clearly like, and this guy will be in later movies. <laughs> right. Yeah. Gabe um, was pissed. Gabe has long said that he is team Jacob. <laughs> Even though yeah. he had never seen the movies or read the books. That's true. It was based on... Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I feel underprepared now. What? I'm is the th- one with the Twilight podcast, and I don't have a Team Jacob or Team Edward shirt. Did you get make on that, that shirt? Oh my god, Gabe. yeah, I made it from an old shirt and some gaffer's yeah, tape. Yeah, it looks like duct tape. That's, <laughs> That's amazing. I love the I love the commitment. Yeah, you have doubled down on your stance yeah. as being Team Jacob, uh, hey, even I'm, though there's very little Jacob in this movie. He's his appearance isn't very long, but his hair is. <laughs> He's wearing a wig, and it's very obviously it's a so wig. Bad. <laughs> it's really bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, where which I team am are right you? now? Oh, so okay. So uh, not, not to plug myself, but like the podcast I do is me. Oh, and actually, my let's friend. talk about this because because yeah. <laughs> you're not done yet, right? No. So okay. I'm. So the podcast premise is my friend M. So me and M are basically twins. We are like, we have the same like brain. It's weird. And, but she is a huge Twilight fan. She had a Twilight phase in high school. Like she, and, you know, she's 27. And so she like was growing, she was like in high school when it was coming out. So she was like, right. this was like, she had this huge phase. And I was a little young for it and also just didn't, read it so I just never I never watched the movies I never read the books I had no idea so we decided to do a podcast where we go through chapter by chapter and I'm reading for the first time and getting no spoilers and just reading it and figuring it out we just chat about it um so right now we're on chapter eight of new moon that's coming out this Monday um 
So right now, I am very strongly Team Jacob uh, because Edward's a little shit in this yeah. book. <laughs> He's such a shit. And oh my God, I could go on about it for days. He makes me so angry. Um, and I'm just, I'm just, I'm so curious as to what's going to happen in the next, like the rest of the books that make people hate Jacob so much that they would choose Edward over him because Edward's such a, piece of crap like right now yeah he's horrible i I will say without spoiling anything i will say they both are extremely inappropriate and weird and (laughs) toxic Toxic. yes if you're if you're referring to i do not say any more after what i'm gonna say but like i know of the something something imprinting on a baby (laughs) uh, (laughs) i know vaguely about there's a possibly a vampire baby and then he's weird about it and like falls in love or something. I don't know. I don't know. Don't tell me. (laughs) You don't even have to get there. I think even in the third book, the next book, there's like stuff where you're like, this sucks. But yeah, that being said, I'm, I am still, I've read all the books. I've seen all the movies a bunch of times. I'm still not team Edward. (laughs) I am team Bella. (laughs) I, I am team Edward. I mean, I think he's horrible in every way. Everything he says to her is toxic and <laughs> yeah. fucked up. Yeah, um, especially in this first movie. It's yeah. so fucked up. Yeah. He was like gaslighting her through the yes! whole yes! first half of the yes! movie. We literally, horrible. that is like, we talked about it so much in that first book. Oh my God, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I I can't defend his behavior. I just love Robert Pattinson. No, that's valid. Yeah, that's like the saving grace is that he's just so pretty. Yeah, <laughs> big. We're big fans. Yeah, lo- I you know I have to say like I actually and Kristen Stewart. Too. I never thought he was attractive. Um, I I remember when he was in the fourth Harry Potter movie. I was like. He's not, he doesn't look like what Cedric Diggory is supposed to look like because he was supposed to be kind of like a big jock guy. And, and then you get Robert Pattinson, who's like very skinny and like, you know, modely looking. And I was just like, oh, I don't like this guy. And it wasn't until Lighthouse. <laughs> the mustache did it for you. <laughs> that, but here, Cameron, look, if you wear a peacoat and you have a mustache, I'm going to fall for you. That's true. Although he was wearing a peacoat in this movie. <clears throat> that's, yeah, that's, but he also had glitter skin. That's not my type. That's barely... That's like that's not even a mustache anymore. That's just like a brush like on <laughs> his face. Yes. Yes. And you know what? Okay. If it connected to his sideburns, even better. Uh. <laughs> so here's the question. Were you, did you also have the hots for Willem Dafoe <laughs> in this movie? Oh, that's actually... God, I just respect Willem Dafoe so much. Um, there's a <laughs> what? You, what? <laughs> you gave me a look. I'm like, looking at you because you're speaking. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I, I there's an uh, there's a show called Fishing with John. Um, it was on like IFC or something way back in the day. So John is um, uh oh, what's his last? John Lurie. John Lurie. He's from the Lounge Lizards. And he he's in a bunch of movies like um like uh Jim Jarmish movies and um he is an actor, musician, and 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 painter even. And so the the premise of the show is every episode he goes fishing with a friend of his who's also an actor or director or whatever. And he mm-hmm. does one with but they're fictionalized in a sense. So he does one with Willem Dafoe where they go ice fishing. And it's so perfect. Willem Dafoe's amazing in it. Anyways, 
uh, highly recommend Fishing with John if if anyone hasn't seen it. It's very funny and ridiculous. But that being said, uh, now I think Robert Pattinson is handsome. <laughs> yeah, he's been handsome. He's been handsome. Get on, get I don't know to boat. tell you. <laughs> I'm finally on the boat. <laughs> he's yeah. Batman now too. He's Batman. What do you he's think about Batman that? now? Which I is don't like be- it. I don't want any more Batman. <laughs> okay, well that's valid. <laughs> that's but I, I just never I just enough. think he's neat. <laughs> okay, so just to get into the movie a little bit. We begin in the woods. A deer. I just fast forward. That scene is so stupid. Also, oh my god, that beginning scene is so dumb because, like, the first time you're watching, you're just like, "Whoa, deer!" I guess something grabs it. But if you're watching it, like, I've watched it a lot of times since I've watched it for the first time. Um, and that, like the first time was like literally last summer. So like when I say a lot of times, like 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 five it's times been, like, within like less month. than a year. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and you can absolutely tell that it's just some like animal handler just like hugging it. It's so, so <laughs> ridiculous. It's like, oh, okay. It's supposed well, to be the, some dumb metaphor. Yeah, the special effects in this movie are oh. uh Top they leave tier. something to be desired. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I mean, we've got the sparkling. Why does it look like that? I don't I, I don't know. It looks bad. It doesn't look like what a glitter. It's not what I imagined when I read the book. Yeah. Um if if you don't know anything about Twilight, the vampire's skin sparkles in the light. Yeah. Stephanie Meyer took some liberties with vampire lore yeah. and changed things around. Um, mm-hmm. And instead of burning in the sun, they sparkle, which I think is something that everyone knows, even if they haven't seen. That's read. like the one thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but also like the shots of him like running up the trees and through the forest. Like yeah. it looks very green screen. Hang on yeah. tight, spider monkey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the best line in the whole movie. It's so good. So do you know how that was made, the the running fast? How? There are a few ways that they did it, but one way that they did it was they were they had someone on a treadmill. So the guy's running on the treadmill. like like Robert Pattinson's running on the treadmill. And the treadmill is also being like pulled in the back of like a van or something. Mm. And so it's just like doubly weird and ridiculous and then also sometimes they have like harnesses on so they look like they're floating so much and i just don't know what they thought why they thought that was a good idea yeah right (laughs) it doesn't translate it's just the weirdest like if you see pictures of them like oh my god pictures of like them behind the scenes doing it are just absolutely ridiculous they look so dumb (laughs) yeah i can only imagine like i and again people always give them shit for being bad actors and it's like I'm sure it's hard to act in those conditions <laughs> yeah no yeah. they're they're like I have no dislike of their acting skills because this movie is so funny yeah and it would not be funny it would not be as funny if they acted any differently yeah, yeah. we were also, cracking up the whole time we were laughing a lot <laughs> so, yeah. here's here's the issue is I have this like, kind of spiel with like Twilight is that, like since I've been enjoying it is like you don't don't take it seriously. If you take it seriously, you're gonna be one of those sh- like asshat like uh like straight dudes who are like Twilight sucks. You're a fucking like an idiot. Yeah. Yeah, I hate I hate teen girls. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if you don't take it seriously, if you take it as like camp and like comedic, yeah, it is 
so fun. It is, yeah. it is impeccable. It's, yeah. I, I just, <laughs> it's so fun. I agree. And I, I did watch, so I watched all the movies in theaters with my mom. Oh, she was cute. also a fan. <laughs> so it became like a thing that every Thanksgiving or whenever they came out was like, a little trip to the movies with the old mum. That's so cute. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. But that cute. Um, I did uh, laugh the whole time. Which <laughs> <It's> <laughs> so They get, Gabe, if you can believe it, they get crazier. Every, yeah. Each I'm one. so excited. Oh I'm my so God. So I hope to never find out. Well, so, you know, if this goes well. If the, if the <laughs> listeners are begging for part two. Yeah. I mean, I think we should do the whole series, to be honest. <laughs> I, I, um, I started watching this because... I was actually in grad school when I read the books <laughs> for the first time. And my two of my um, friends in my cohort, they were um, super into Twilight. And they were like, you should read these, these books. Like, they're right up your alley as far as... Like, I really like sort of campy young adult stuff. And then uh, I had never seen any of the movies, but the third movie was coming out. So my friends were like, at this really cool movie theater in San Francisco, they're going to do a, a screening of all three films. And at midnight, the third film mm. comes out and you you see it. So we went to this really great screening where it was like, we had to sit through three Twilight films in a row. <laughs> but everyone in there was like sneaking in booze and like food That's and fun. talking during the movies and stuff. And there was so many like ladies in their 30s being like sparkle for me daddy you know? <laughs> and it was so cute was at the this, alamo no it was at this um theater that's like i can't even remember what the neighborhood is called but it was in like the southern part of san francisco uh but it was just really it was super fun and that's when i was like oh i am super into this culture <laughs> yeah i yeah. mean like it's no surprise that you know, Fifty Shades of Grey started as a Twilight fan fiction. Like right. those thirty-year-old ladies, they love it, and it's mm -hmm. gonna be me in, in like ten years. I'm gonna love right. it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, yeah. I'm like me and my co-host M joke about how we're gonna be, you know, like seventy and like sitting down to watch <laughs> like sixteen-year-old <laughs> Robert Pattinson, just being like, yes. I love <laughs> Even it. then, <laughs> yeah. There's there's some real religious undertones in the books and movies yes you oh, know yeah. guiding all all the interactions uh between uh bella and monster <laughs> yes stephanie meyer the the writer of the books she is mormon she's yeah. actively mormon yeah um it's important so, to keep that in mind it's, it's very obvious so, it's so funny <laughs> yeah um yeah and if you don't know anything about mormons they are very conservative you know no sex before marriage no drinking yeah and i think a, a, a huge part of these books is understanding that Oh, so Stephanie Meyer says that she that that Edward came to her in a dream. Yes. And that's how she yes. wrote these, right? Yep. <laughs> um that she she essentially had what I imagine is a sex dream about a vampire, a teen vampire. It's, it's the it's the scene in the um in the meadow. That's oh. the, that's that's the scene that was like in her dream with like the sparkling and the like romantic aura with a vampire that's the um, that's the scene that she dreamed and she was bella i guess so yeah i imagine <laughs> um, 
She doesn't say that. I mean, it's kind of it's kind of clear that she's like she uses yeah. Bella as like a stand-in for her. Yeah. And then Bella is also kind of Self-insert. a stand-in for anyone to kind of project onto. So the the first movie is like such a a conundrum because it's like this girl who's like pretty independent. Her parents are divorced. Her mom just remarried a minor league baseball player wants to go on tour with him. So Bella decides to move in with her dad in. So she moves from Phoenix to Forks, Washington in the, in the opening scene, she's taking a cactus out of the desert. You're not supposed to do that. Do not remove (laughs) any cacti from the desert. Also, it's got to just die immediately. It needs sun. That's its whole purpose. I also love that she like is holding it when she gets in the car in Phoenix and then is holding it in Forks. So like, I imagine she like took it with her on the entire plane ride, like got it its own like seat in the plane, like strapped it in, like ordered it some like booze. (laughs) Uh, it's the uh, cactus it's so has funny. a little eye mask on. Yeah, take a nap. <laughs> yeah, and then they get there, and it's like, oh no, I can't survive here. Like, yeah. Anyway, I'm gonna, I'm gonna die now. So <laughs> also, she's like holding the cactus to her chest. Ouchie! Like like a like a mother. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but she's like this independent girl who like doesn't really have parents and. You know, in the books, especially, she's like very independent minded where she's like, yeah. I don't want to be just one of the crowd or whatever. And she and also like she's is not like, like the she, other girls. She also is like a parent. Like she has had to parent herself pretty much her whole life because her like her mom is really eccentric and which is like cool and it's quirky and fun, whatever. But like Bella has to deal with herself. And then when she moves into Forks, she's cooking dinner for Charlie every yeah. day, pretty much every day. And so much so that she's apologetic when she isn't home in time for him to eat. So he has to order pizza. And it's like, that's your dad. Like, yeah. How is he, he feeding himself before? Yeah. He, he's existing without you. Yeah. It'll be okay. Right. But I think part of like Stephanie Meyer's voice that you hear a bunch is like, she has to be a caretaker, a caregiver, you know, mm-hmm. like she's constantly like, mm-hmm. put, like sacrificing her own well-being for others. And oh, really? <laughs> we don't see that at all in the book. <laughs> and the it's movie. so fucked up. Like the, like so many toxic relationship re- red flags. Yeah. Like it does make me sad to think about young girls watching this and being like, that's aspirational because yeah. it really is not in any way. It's so toxic. It's so it's so horrible. It's like it becomes this like huge codependent relationship yes. that is extremely yes. toxic and built on trust issues and uh, like extreme, lack of communication. Like, like the, yeah, from the very like, beginning, it's just this weird uh, like confusing mess. Yeah, and he's holding her like on a leash the entire time. It's yeah. creepy as hell. There's um, so many lines essentially where he's saying, um, like he says at one point, if you were smart, you'd stay away from me. Yeah. And she's like, I know you're good. Like almost like I can fix you kind of thing. She's like, I trust you. And and he's like, don't. And it's like, listen to him. Yeah. 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 People will tell you exactly who they are if you actually listen to them. This isn't like a fun, like bad boy relationship. This is like fucked up. And, there's there's also, you know, parts where he's like, 
I could kill you. Like everything about me is to like draw you yeah. in. I could kill you if I want to. And she's you like, think you could outrun me. Yes. <laughs> that is the most fucked up scene. No, he's that's like the, jumping what do you around. Mean? That's the best scene in the entire, that sequence, the starting with like the hold on tight spider monkey yeah. and ending with like him sparkling and like, being depressed in a tree looking like a little cat crouched up there oh my god it's so good it's like oh it's so good it's so fun to watch so, i mean he is like a physical threat to her safety and her and she's just like starry-eyed like no like, but i love wow. you i love you i trust you and it's like you barely know each other yeah they're immediately in love he's like so the lion fell in love with the lamb. <laughs> that's that's where it ends. That it's horrible. Okay, that's and what she's a, like, "What a, what a stupid lamb. lamb! Yeah, what a dumb lamb! No, what it's a, a stupid lamb! What a masochistic what a lion! Sick, masochistic lion!" And then they're like, "This is romance!" And now we kiss. And it's like, um, <laughs> um I'm sorry. Um, I'm gonna so, get that tattooed on me, though. You know? Yeah. No, actually, good tattoo. But Agata pointed out. Like that's kind of religious, like the lion and the lamb it, yeah. imagery. It sounds like it. I don't know the Bible, but <laughs> <laughs> but so essentially, you know, the overall plot is that she goes to this new school. There are these weird kids who look too old to be there. <laughs> They're like in their thirties. Right. They all are like way too impeccably dressed. They're too pretty or whatever. Right. The the whole. I, and I keep bringing this up because it makes no sense to me. The whole logic of like why they need to be in school makes zero sense. Like, wh- what? Why are you a hundred years old and going to high school? Yeah. <laughs> and so the whole like- thing is that like, so they were all supposed to have been turned around like 17, 18, 19. Yeah. So they, whenever they move around, they basically are either recently graduated from high school or are in like their last couple of years of high school. Um, and so they like, I don't know why. I don't really like, know why. Cause they can, right. they can get away with looking like they're older than 18. So I don't know why they choose to go to high school. Right. And like, and it's, ju- it's just like, well, they could just go and like have a house in the woods and live <laughs> yeah. on their own. Like they don't need to pretend to like acclimate to society. Cause none of them are like, making friends or going to pottery class. Yeah, they're <laughs> loners. Yeah, they, they sit at a table hang, by themselves. Yeah, they only hang out with each other. So it's like, why even pretend? And then you're going to get mad that Edward's like interested in one of these people. It's like, well, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. they turned like, down Anna Kendrick a hundred times, apparently. <laughs> yeah, yeah, apparently. She's yeah. so salty about it. Oh my God, it's so oh. funny. Yeah, but She's amazing so, in this movie, by the way. She's so good. Anastasia, Anastasia mentioned that so Carlisle, the dad in the family, he oh wants to be a doctor, but that's like the most highly regulated mm-hmm. job, which means that he's got to pass a board every few years or whatever to keep his medical license. So there's yeah. just a long paper trail of this man being alive for a hundred years and being a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, pick another job. Maybe he just like <laughs> changes his last name. <laughs> Yeah, or like a new identity every fifty years or something. Oh, and he's he's so great though. Oh, Carlisle, so actually, okay, really quick, really quick, we have to do this round table, round table. 
Who would you kiss? Ooh. Um, no, you can't make choose. You have to. You I can't have to. You want to kiss too many? You have to kiss. kiss. Too many. They're well, all so cute. let's just say, okay, it, does it have to be a Cullen or can it be no, anyone, no, anyone, in, anyone? Anyone in okay. the Twilight universe? I think I knew who okay, Kate's going to pick. So I can immediately rule out Emmett because he looks like a football. <laughs> <laughs> like his head looks. It's so annoying. He's so unattractive when he's supposed to be like sexy. Whatever. Yeah. I, that's, uh, oh, that's true oh. for all of them because their hair and makeup is yeah. a nightmare. They're wearing like flour on their faces. Stop the podcast, Alice. Duh. Oh, okay. oh my God. She's so pretty. She yeah. is really, she's, she's so cute. She's yeah. like a little pixie. Yeah. yeah. And I just think that her with her hair that goes and me with my split dye, we would make a cute couple. <laughs> you would make Aww. a cute. You would be, you're saying. like the, the sugar and she's like the... <laughs> pepper or whatever you know what I mean salt <laughs> just um, cause also just like purely to to save her from Jasper as well is like oh, my yes. other goal here because oh my god that boy is, is having is terrifying. going through it <laughs> yeah his whole his whole vibe is uh his soulless stare like. <laughs> yeah yeah I'm not into it uh Gabe I think we all know but who well you guys do know I am team Jacob <laughs> but I don't know if I would choose Jacob as the one I would kiss. Why not? Uh, Is it because he's a child? (laughs) It's because he's a child. And also because I liked uh, Bella's mom. Oh, yeah. That's so valid. Is played by uh, Sarah Clark from Mm -hmm. um, Bosch. Mm -hmm. She plays Bosch's ex-wife on Bosch. And uh, great to see her. She's so Great character on that show. And she's, yeah, she's a babe. Okay. Absolute babe. That makes sense, actually. I've never seen that show. And age appropriate for me. <laughs> <laughs> Agata? Uh-huh. I know. Do you? Because I don't know. Oh, okay. Ooh. I'm gonna go I'm gonna say Kristen Stewart. Oh, okay. That's valid. I think I you, you should save her. I think you should save her from these boys. Yeah, yeah I would treat her just, nicer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She deserves better. I mean Bella really doesn't, does. but Kristen Stewart does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't care about Bella, but yeah. I, I Stewart is hot. She's she's look. I she is now. I don't think she was in these movies, but it's. I think again, it's so direct. Everyone yeah. looks so weird well, in these they, movies. They want it's, her to look like kind of plain, right? Yeah. So that's the vibe. Yeah. Her bowling they, shirt. They, oh my god, the bowling shirt! <laughs> like it's the hard. It's the hard choice of like. Is she really straight because she has horrible fashion sense, or is she queer because she has is wearing a bowling shirt? And it's like right. I don't know. I'm tr- we're still trying to decipher it on the pod. Like we're we're figuring it out. Yeah. Um, but Important that bowling work. shirt. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about you? Uh, I have to say, Carlisle. Um, he's so. Ooh. He's and, so cute. And he could, you know, fix a ruptured spleen. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Like he um, surgery me. <laughs> yeah. I don't actually call him Carlisle. We actually on the podcast we call him Daddy Carl because <laughs> we love him so much. He's, <laughs> he's so like, great. He's a sweetie. He's the best. He's also, like the only good man in the entire like book franchise. Yeah. <laughs> like, so like I I don't I don't want to go too much into his backstory. I don't know how because it's in the second book I, that no, they talk it, about it's, it. It's in the end. It's in the first book as oh, oh, maybe oh. it's in the beginning of the second book. Either oh, way, yeah. I I know of his backstory and how he got turned. Yeah. I don't so, know much of the in between period other than he like slowly learned to not care like, about blood. Just the general gist is that he was with like 
some bad va- vampires that did what you're talking about, where they just hid. Oh yeah, and I don't know this. Had a mm-hmm. you know fancy life, uh, but then he was like kind of bored and was like, I want to do good. I like if I'm gonna live forever, like might as well learn some shit. And that's why he became a doctor. And he was like learning, you know, new stuff and and wanted to like help humanity or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And so he's so nice. He's so gentle. He's not as aggressive as like Edward or any of the other guys. He's like very logical and and smart. And he's just like a sweetie pie. He's yeah. so cute. And he's also, yeah. he's completely like immune to the smell of blood. So that won't be a problem. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's rich as fuck. So that's yeah. true. Get, too. That, get that cash. <laughs> I do think, I do have to say though, it is pretty fucked up that he turned multiple people into vampires. <laughs> yeah. Like, I want friends. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I'm bored. Mm. But he didn't turn them unless they were dying. Yeah, unless yeah, they were dying. Yeah, but that's not they a good excuse. Anyways. And yeah. he was actually very sad after he turned to Edward. Edward was the first one. That was the... It was a bad decision. It, he knew that. He knew Edward it was a bad decision. literally tormented by that, like, the entire yeah. vampire life. Like, I yeah. mean, the whole thing about him being a monster, like, is more fleshed out in the books is like yeah. I am horrible and my existence is evil yeah. and like I am damned which is another like religious yes. thing like he thinks his soul is damned to hell which is like like he thinks he's going to him. hell no matter what yeah. just because he's a monster that's probably so, pretty true <laughs> yeah I maybe mean, um, sucks <laughs> and uh, so Edward is also a virgin because he doesn't believe in <laughs> sex before marriage <laughs> no it's not even it's not even that it's that like he d- hasn't liked any vampire that he would want to have sex with and then he thinks he might kill bella yeah right he thinks that his nut would be so strong that he would destroy her <laughs> he's is, not wrong this though is, i think this is might. fatal this is fatal nut happening i mean yeah it shoot straight through <laughs> it's solid it comes out solid no. yeah we were talking about his dick can, can they even well, if they don't have like fluids can they nut like, like well how how okay I mean, <laughs> He had to. You have something, to have blood. Something had to come out of there. Exactly. For that, yeah. You have to have blood to have an erect penis. Gabe, is this yeah. true? <laughs> Gabe, Doctor Gabe. Yeah, that's have true. Have you ever taken out all of your blood and seen if you could still get hard? Like, just wondering. <laughs> yeah. So, so they don't have blood in their body, and I suggested that maybe he just you know twists off the soft member right. and then puts on the hard member. Right. Yeah. See that would that I don't know if like member. yeah that would make sense. Because, like, there's this whole, like, thing in the books and, like, you see it in the movie as well, especially with the baseball scene, which iconic, by the way. Uh, um, how they... Iconic um, scene. They are literally, like, stone. Like, they're supposed to be, like... They are, like, marble. So, yeah. like, I could see, like, you know, twist off soft pee. Or maybe maybe he's just a Ken doll when he's not yeah, horny. Maybe that's mound. why he stops with Bella in that one scene when they're kissing. He's like, stop! I don't have my erect there. penis on me. <laughs> <laughs> he does... That scene is so fucked up. Can we talk okay. in detail about... Okay, first of all, he watches her sleep without her for permission. Months. For, for months. months. He's coming for into her months. room and watching her. And when she finds out, she's like, oh, fuck yeah. It's yeah, like, no. She's like, oh, no. so sweet that he does that. Look, listeners... If anyone's watching you sleep, 
without your consent. This is not it's not good. It's not romantic. It's not hot. That's not love. No. And so it's also boring to watch someone sleep. (laughs) Yeah. He calls it fascinating. It's funny because like they don't sleep. So I'm like, they could be having so many ragers right now and having so much fun. Why is he watching this boring girl sleep? (laughs) This is a good point. Edward is boring as fuck. Yeah. Like he's he's like, oh, I'm just like into like Debussy or whatever. And it's like, oh, all right. Don't, all right. Don't, 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 mm, don't, don't shit on Debussy. Thank no, no, you no. very much. I think Debussy's <laughs> great. I just think he's like very pretentious and like thinks he's that's fair. Like interesting, and he's not right. And he's I like, like I've read every book in the though. world three hundred times. He stop, he is a musician. He's so learned. Um, <laughs> he he does. He like was bored. And so he taught himself like a bunch of instruments and like he's, you know, he should be partying is what you're saying. He should, he should be, be yeah. spring break every week, mm-hmm. every mm-hmm. week. But For the like, rest of your life. I appreciate him being a musician because as a musician, I'm like, that's hot. Um, what do you think also, of his song? Yeah. Robert Pattinson Robert wrote Pattinson. that song. And yeah, he's it's so good. And he's like actually playing the piano when he does bells all about. Oh, it's so good. I love it. It makes me like Robert Pattinson even more. I think he's so hot. <laughs> I love him. I love him. So and that much. song is so in cute. all of the movies. It's like now Which one? The the, the sign do, one? Do, 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 oh, okay. Bella's lullaby. Yeah. I'm trying to learn on my piano and I got part of it, but oh my I'm really God, bad I can't piano, wait to see. So. <laughs> You got to post a vid. Yeah. Of but, course. So back to this kissing scene. So she she finds out she's talking on the phone with her mom. All of a sudden he's in her room and then he's like, I watch you sleep. And she's like, oh, my <laughs> God. I about <laughs> so then he's like, I want to try something. Hold very still. And then he like kisses her and she gets so horny and she's like up on him. Horny. horny. Yeah. And then he pushes her back on the bed and he's super horny. And then he's like he yells stop and he flies off of her. <laughs> How does Charlie not hear that? Okay, yeah. yes. Good point. He's yelling in and his like, daughter's stop. room. <laughs> and he like crashes against the wall and it's like, Charlie would go see what's going on. Well, Charlie's busy solving murder. That's true. Oh, He's a yeah, sheriff <laughs> and there's a series of murders taking That's place. So true. Why does he have to be a cop? Like, yeah. I, I love Charlie and the fact that he's a cop just takes away from that so much. You know what? I would kiss Charlie too. Oh my God. He's so cute. I would uh, also kiss mustache. Charlie. <laughs> Oh no! Oh no! I like the mustache. <laughs> <laughs> you just realized. <laughs> you just realized. But kissing a mustache I'm gonna have to go though, watch uh, Lighthouse again. I think. <laughs> yeah, kissing a mustache sucks though. You guys, I love it. I it's, fucking love it. It like rubs up all over your and like leaves little. I love having a sore skin. face. <laughs> I think it's a good thing that I personally haven't kissed anyone with a mustache yet, considering I'm 21. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Well, you. I mean, you have you're a boyfriend, for, right? You yeah. ask him to. <laughs> Ask him no, to grow no, out the hair. No, he can't. <laughs> it's so bad. I tell him to shave. Like he's yeah. a cutie, but he cannot grow facial hair. No worries. Yeah, it takes time. Yeah, but you're right about Charlie hearing. Like, there's so <laughs> many things where like they're being, you know, sneaky or whatever, and it's like Charlie should should know something's up. But so then uh, they they stop, and he's like. I'm so glad I'm stronger than I thought I was at like stopping. He has more willpower or whatever. And she's like, I wish I were. And there's so many themes about like how she's too horny and she's like, has no self-control or whatever. I know. And it's like, stop shaming girls for being horny. 
Right. Yeah. Especially and when it's, a it's dick just, just like arrives in her bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, for me. Yeah. And he's like, no. And she's like, oh, but you said so. And he's like, never mind. And she's like, what? <laughs> yeah. He's so he's so withholding. He yeah. gets off on being withholding. He loves. Oh my god! Like it's all about him, you know. It it's is. every every interaction is all about like I want to do this. I want to do this. Do this to me. Yeah. And then like he's never asking her like for consent. He's never asking what she wants to do. He was. He says like I feel very protective over you, and it's like red flag. Like you mean possessive? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. Exactly. You are my property. Yeah, um, literally. Oh my god, it's so bad. Like he would always go on about how, like, whenever she would injure herself, like, he's like, "I can't be apart from you because you're gonna hurt yourself, and I'm gonna blame you for that." Like, whenever she would get hurt or like get into a dangerous situation, yeah. he would blame it on her, which is just, oh, like, yeah. <laughs> this is the difference I'm seeing with like Jacob now in the second book because he's just being like, "Oh my god, are you okay? Let's yeah. help you." And and like Edward would be like. You are getting yourself into trouble because you're so danger prone. You can't be by yourself. This is why you need me. Right. Um, and it's like, I hate this man so much. He it's, sucks. He fucking sucks. You're so lucky. Yeah. You're hot. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's talk about baseball because yeah, that scene. What uh, iconic scene. Oh my God. So the, the music. Yeah. Oh, oh wait, is that muse? Yes. Is it, <laughs> yeah. So I remember when, um, I, I I wrote a paper about Twilight for college. Oh my god! <laughs> and I presented it at a conference. It was great. That's amazing. Um, and I so I tried to do a bunch of research and post a link. Post a <laughs> <No>. link. <laughs> it's very boring. Um, <laughs> but uh, apparently Stephanie Meyer, like as the first movie was being made, she like kept a blog and. Her, she's like obsessed with Muse and she tries, she's like, I gotta get Muse into this movie. Like, I have to. We're working so hard, blah, blah, blah. Um, so that scene is like extra, you know, you know, she just like, you know, orgasmed immediately during that scene. (laughs) That's so funny that you, you wrote a paper on Twilight because. M's girlfriend wrote like a smear article about Twilight like, the book. Like when when Ooh. they were in high school, they um wrote like this. It was this oh, so funny because it's this like huge like I'm not like other girls thing. Where yeah. It's like I dislike Twilight and I'm the only one. It's yeah. so funny. But like I love the amount of like people writing things about Twilight. Like my other friend just recently found this like six. 50,000 word basically Twilight fan fiction that they wrote like forever ago and it's horrible but it's so fun um it's I just love it I love I, the stuff that this is inspired well my whole panel that I was on everyone was wrote about Twilight so oh I God. wrote about how uh there's this like 60s lesbian feminist theorist named Luza Rigore. She's amazing. And she talks about the commodification of women, like how women are exchanged between men to like help them bond. And so I use that as like the structure for my paper. And it's it's like so apparent in this. There's so many weird connections between Edward and Jacob, like over the exchange of women. Anyways, gross. So then gross. <laughs> someone else on the on the panel talks about race. Like their whole paper was out about race. And there's so much fucked up shit about race it's, in this. Oh my it's so mm. <laughs> like the second <laughs> the second book is it's getting so much because like 
first of all, she like appropriated the entire Quileute tribe. Just yes. like, yeah. she was just like, oh, that mine. And it's like, oh my God, stop. And then she also has a member of this tribe make fun of its legends as if that would happen. Yeah. Then like she goes around calling people exotic looking in the yes, second right. book. And it's like, oh my God. Yeah. And, and, like, they, and calls like uh, the like Jacob's tribe, like dogs and stuff, which is so fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, and she like, like Bella has this like moment where she's like, wow, his russet colored skin is actually really beautiful. And it's like, Oh God. Oh God. (laughs) (laughs) So, and it's funny how she, cause, cause even like human race, there's like weird stuff where it's like, let's have one of each type. (laughs) Like this tokenism that happens. And then when it comes to like the more supernatural races, we don't even have time to go into it, but there's, probably a ton of stuff written on the internet if anyone's interested in looking into it. Um, and then someone else wrote this a great paper about how um, there's this like queer theory called like the ideal boyfriend. And it's when um, a teen boy is like not out yet. In media, there's this thing where it's like it this teen boy who's not out yet is kind of the ideal boyfriend for a teen girl because they're not mm-hmm. like they don't want to have sex and they don't <laughs> want to pressure them right. and this is kind of that like edward doesn't want to have sex and bella does and edward is trying to keep her pure and keep her ch- chaste and whatever and she doesn't want that yeah let him fuck. Yeah, that's stupid. <laughs> I know. It's, it's so frustrating. Reading the books is so frustrating. Watching the movies is so frustrating because they're just like all these self, like self-imposed, like religious rules. Rules. Yeah. It's so. Like, it's so dumb. It's. It, it is hilarious that she was like, "How can I write a way to make them not be able to fuck?" Oh, I know. His dick will kill her. Like, <laughs> That is what they just. She decided. I'm like, that's. I love that. I love that workaround. Out of all the options, um, that that going back to that baseball scene. So the the Cullens, the family, likes to play baseball during a thunderstorm because they hit the ball so hard that it sounds like thunder, and and they run into each other and it sounds like rocks hitting yeah. each other. So and um. It ba- apparently vampires are like really good at baseball and they love it. Everyone it's, knows it. It's this weird, like all vampires like baseball. It's so funny. <laughs> but then these bad vampires hear them playing and they come over to see what it is. And they're these are vampires that have been like killing people all over town. And they're like, oh, we want to play baseball. We're also vampires. And we also like f- baseball. <laughs> and the Cullens are trying to hide Bella, which is like, this would never work. Yeah. They would smell her immediately. Immediately. Like yeah, I mean Rosalie has already been making comments about how she can smell her from across the field. So. Yeah, right. Like, like what? Just because she's like looking down, her scent isn't I wafting know, and over. He tells he tells her to put her hair down, which I think would make it more. Yeah, right. like your her hair, hair smells. smells. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Your hair smells a lot, and it'll, like the movement would waft. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense. If anything, like yeah. put your hair up. I guess maybe because it hides the neck is the idea, but like. What does, does like her smell come from her neck? Like I don't even know. Like the, yeah, like the, the blood, the yeah arteries and stuff. Yeah, I think they maybe. do talk about that, but it, it doesn't make any sense because obviously immediately they're like, okay, they're 
there is a human here. Yeah. Oh so my god. And they all they all like when they find out Bella's there, they all like go. <laughs> <laughs> They're like little kitties. They like, and they, they like they squat are. down. The way the way that specifically the actress who plays Rosalie does it is the funniest thing ever because she sticks her ass out yes. so far and like her back is super arched. She's like, hey. It's, like, it's so oh god, it's so funny. Rosalie's just so mean this entire yeah. movie. She's horrible. And it's this like it's really frustrating because Stephanie Meyer does not have a lot of fleshed out women in yeah. these, in these right. books. And like, it's like, it has to be this weird, like jealousy thing between exactly. her and Bella. Like, it's why this is that very, it's this very typical, like of these sort of YA novels of like the, this, the conventionally attractive girl is a bitch and right. is like mean to the, to the quirky, like plain girl. And it's yeah. like, why can't they all just, why can't they all be friends? Like you just, right. you're, you're going the easy way out by just making Rosalie like this stereotype of like this bitchy girl. Right. And it's like, yeah. Like, what is the point? Well, it's also like, she already knows about, you know, the Cullens and stuff. So, like what's, I get like not wanting to involve her, but like it's already happened. So What's the point of being so mad yeah. about it now? And it's also um, weirdly possessive on her side, too. Like, she yeah. shouldn't be able to... I mean, I get that it, like, implicates the family, but, like, she's not Edward, and she does, she's not in charge of Edward, so why is she, like, making these decisions? Well, there's this weird, th- like, fact that's just, like, kind of thrown out in the books that, oh, that yeah. Rosalie was made into a vampire for Edward. Yep. Uh, to be his yep. partner. I about and that. then Edward turned her down. Yeah, he was like, <laughs> so mm, that's even no, I don't want to fuck. Up. I don't want to fuck. I'm a hundred years old. Yeah. Yeah. It's so it's it's even more yeah. fucked up because then it's like this love triangle that's really not a thing. Like because they like are like siblings to each other. Yeah, and, it's, and yeah. So she has Emmett. She's got yeah. a husband. So. Right. And it's great. Yeah, he's, you know he's a jock. He's he can weirdo, lift up a truck. Cool. It's cool. Yeah. He wears his hat sideways. He's Dude, got it he all. Wears, <laughs> he wears his hat sideways when he's playing baseball and when it's like getting intense. Like he keeps it sideways. <laughs> it's the best, uh, most aerodynamic position. That's true. Um, I, I said while we were watching that I love Emmett. I do. He's like comic relief, kind of. Him he's the only eggs. thing in the movie that's even remotely funny. Uh, yeah, be- because I mean, I think Edward's pretty funny <laughs> <laughs> when he says "spider monkey." Well, when he's like dry heaving because he's so horny. <laughs> the first scene where he smells her is the oh funniest thing in the world. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, <laughs> her oh BO is yeah. so bad. Yeah, she's yeah, like no, snipping her armpit. Like, I mean, like when I was first reading, like, I, yeah, I knew, like in the back of my head, like, yeah, it's because the blood smell or whatever. But I had this like running theory that it was like just Belly's just so stinky. She's so just, stinky. Like, man, like she's just so smelly, and he's like. <laughs> That's why uh, he likes her. Yeah. She's, she doesn't wash. Yeah. yeah. So so the vampires from the baseball scene start chasing her. She's got to run away to Phoenix. Um, and uh, she ends up in her old ball- ballet studio <laughs> for a dumb reason. But anyways, <laughs> Alice drew it. Alice, <laughs> Alice drew it. Alice knew it was going to And he happen. like tricked her with saying her mom was there, even though she yeah. wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. So then she gets cut up and like James even bites her a little bit. Just a little cool. nibble. James is so Ellie. creepy. Yeah. That is like a, a wild like villain to have. It's such like a serial killer yes. vibe because he specifically targets young women and, like, and it says that he likes the chase gross he That's likes like, the chase gross. he likes like the whole 
freaking them out. Like, you know, he films part of it and he specifically likes young women. And he is like uh, the reason that Alice got turned as well um, in the book. That's like, right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so then, uh, you know, Edward and Carlisle get there just in time and of course. they have to tear him apart and burn him James <laughs> in order to get rid of him. But there's this really weird scene where Carlisle stops Edward and being like, remember who you are. And it's like, wait, it's like why? Mufasa. They're all killing him. <laughs> yeah. They're all killing James. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's big Mufasa energy. Yeah. Like where he's just like, Simba. <laughs> like, <laughs> remember who you are. Yeah. And it's like, okay. Yeah. What's okay? Who am I? Okay. We're still, gonna, we're still we're killing still this killing guy, him, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. I just, guess the whole thing is like Bella needs you to like go. He like Bella sucks instead. out the venom, which is so dumb too. It's like <laughs> he looks so stupid. He's just like. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> His eyes are so wide and his like mouth is like really wide around her arm and so he just looks absolutely ridiculous. It's so yeah, funny. That's really and then funny. she survives, unfortunately. Yeah, they go to prom. They go to prom and she just has a broken leg and they dance to Radiohead. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, Iconic. Should we movie. give out some awards? One of many times that she nearly dies, but also like, yeah, you you mentioned like, why does that bite do nothing to her? It yeah, like it should have had some consequence. There's so much inconsistency as far as like the lore goes of like, why did that bite not like turn her? And why like why didn't they just let her become a vampire? That's a whole thing in the in the movie too. It's yeah. like just let her turn. It'll make life easier for her. Right. Like <laughs> he doesn't, doesn't want to damn her soul. Yeah. Like and then the religious undertones come back in. <laughs> and then there's like all this stuff about Jasper in the second book where he like wants to eat her so badly and it's like, but you went to Phoenix with her and you were in a hotel yeah, with her. Right. You were I, fine. It's so weird. <laughs> Anyways, let's give out some donkeys. Okay. <laughs> Donkey! I want to give the narcissism donkey to Stephanie Meyer. Yeah! <laughs> for putting herself in a scene where someone has to say her name. Here's your veggie burger, Stephanie. Yeah. Oh my God. Your burger, Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't she just had doesn't a realization. She, doesn't she cameo in every single movie? She yeah. does. Yeah. She does. So she's in, she's in the diner. And she's that. not, she can't just be an extra. She's got to have someone point it out and be like, she's really wink, trying to be wink. Stanley. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, no one, no one asked to see you. Right. Um, I, I mean, I know a lot of people do that. We got Tarantino always. Always shoving his way into the movies, <laughs> shoving his feet right in there. You know, <laughs> yeah. Every rogue foot you see in a Tarantino movie is his. It's actually him. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want to give dumbest face to Mike. <laughs> <laughs> There's a scene. It's so good, actually. The cinematography of this one scene is perfect, where all the Cullens are just like standing, like really cool by their car, and then all of a sudden, Mike's dumbass face pops up into the frame and he's out of focus and it's the Collins are still in focus and then all of a sudden he comes into focus he's like uh will you go to prom with me will you want to go with me to the and prom? she's like no you should ask uh, Anna Kendrick she's awesome she's horny for I you mean, and I she's hate been you. horny for you and I can't believe you haven't noticed it like <laughs> yeah. oh man Cameron do you want to give out an award <sighs> so many <laughs> 
I want to give out best um, filter to just this movie in general. Yeah. The blue filter on this movie is so wonderful. It's so iconically Twilight. And it just like anything with like this blue tint i'm just like it's twilight time yeah. like, <laughs> it's your so... brain's like twilight o'clock like, oh, okay <laughs> yeah i mean somebody really dialed up the blue mm-hmm. saturation there was a tweet uh, recently where they were like no 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 we need the the blue filter here's what it looks like without it and it looks weird it's so weird (laughs) it's like them crouching in the baseball scene yeah and and just like normal color and it looks wrong they were right it looks wrong um man (laughs) um Okay, so I watched this movie. Yeah, this game's first it. Uh, oh stroll God, around in Twilight Bill. So I yawned a you. lot during the movie. Okay, I, it's never boring. <laughs> it's never boring. I found boring. it a little boring. No. Uh, sorry. Um, <laughs> here's what I wrote down for Dunky. Uh, there's the scene where uh, Edward saves her from the gang of ruffians outside and then takes her to the restaurant (laughs) oh okay those guys yeah yeah in the parking lot with his with his silver volvo that is just not a cool car but he does like weird car tricks (laughs) with it it's so it's such a mom car and they make it like this huge thing that he has a super cool car in the books and it's like it's a volvo (laughs) yeah (laughs) anyway (laughs) so he takes her to the restaurant and then the the waitress like is hitting on him yeah you're a waitress and you're <laughs> serving Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart and you're hitting on Robert Pattinson? I... That's wild. <laughs> so who gets the donkey? The waitress? She does. She gets the donkey for, I guess, shooting her shot. But like, <laughs> like the two most beautiful people are on a date with each other. <laughs> we forgot to mention this whole time that Edward can read people's thoughts. Yeah, yeah, sex, money, sex, cat. cat. <laughs> I'm that guy, by yeah. the way. I'm that guy who's just like, ah, like thinking about his cat. cat. Like, that, that is me. <laughs> That's oh, me with chips. Oh. That's valid. That's so valid. <laughs> okay, um, shooting her shot, waitress. I also want to give best Batman to Ben Affleck. <laughs> Gabe. Wait. Take it back. Can I, ca- can I counter that with, yes. yeah. <laughs> with Rob Pat? <laughs> Sexiest <just> Batman. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, I'm I'll trying to think it. if I have any others. Oh, you definitely have more. <laughs> I have I have so many. I like most iconic line delivery to Robert Pattinson in the You Think You Can Outrun Me scene. And just like generally, oh my god, it's so funny. He's <laughs> A comedic genius. Yeah. <laughs> I also um, like when, when he shows her his bedroom for the first time and he goes, uh, yeah, this is my bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like, like yeah, no shit. It, it, yeah. And she's like, and she's like, no bed, we can't fuck. And he's like, also it's like a bed's not just for sleeping. Like you don't have to sometimes you want to lay down. Yeah, like, lounge. What the fuck? Yeah. The only thing he has is this like weird like fainting couch. Like, like <laughs> lounge. Do yeah. you think he like he like dramatically faints onto it when something dramatic happens? I don't know. Like Yeah, it's like get it like how are you gonna invite girls over if you don't even have a bed, dude? It's embarrassing. He's too busy worrying about his soul being yeah. forsaken to think about fucking, apparently. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, just get over it. Like, 
what's done is done. You may as well enjoy your eternity on Earth as a yeah. teenage vampire. Um, I want to give best gaslighting to Edward <laughs> for when she's like, you were across the parking lot and you ran over here and stopped a car from crushing me. I know what I saw. And he's like, no, I was you right next to you. You dumb you shit. Hit your head. You <laughs> you didn't you didn't see me. You didn't see me. Yeah, I was I was right next to you, Bella. It's I like, stopped oh that God. car on adrenaline. Google yeah, it. Yeah, Google it. <laughs> oh yeah, that's so funny. Where he like clearly logged into a computer for the first time ever and googled adrenaline, and he was like, "Yeah, you can search that." <laughs> There's a lot of weird googling in this movie too. It is funny because also in the book they she doesn't call it googling. She just like she says like into a search engine and it's like you, like, <laughs> you just say she's googling it. You can do this. She like googles vampires essentially, and then she, she literally finds just a book. googles vampire. Like that's the only thing she puts in. She she finds a book about vampires. Goes and gets the book, opens the book, sees one word, and then Googles that. <laughs> and that's how she finds out Edward's a vampire. Well, it's also, so funny. She, she's like riding in his car. She touches his hand. She's like, oh, fuck, he's so cold. And then oh she my God. Googles like cold uh, hand. What if my boyfriend's hand is yeah, cold? And then it like ties all the like dots together in her brain. She's like, holy shit. Yeah, the, the weirdest the weirdest thing about that scene so they have that scene where they like touch for a second and it's like and she's like oh he's cold but also like mm, tension which is <laughs> fucking weird because 30 minutes earlier they have a moment with her and her dad in the in the restaurant both reaching for the ketchup bottle at the same time and then they like both pull back like oh it's just awkward like just like we they all have don't sexual know each other. tension too yeah she should fuck I her dad it's her dad like, also in that scene she goes like this with the ketchup and no ketchup comes out and she puts it back down. Yes, that is such an iconic... Like, Because ketchup comes out and then she continues shaking it. Yeah. As yeah. if she's going to pour more and then she puts it back without pouring anymore. It's just... They should have cut two seconds earlier. Yes, it would have been okay. You could have uh, done it. Also, the fact that people are sad that that guy dies, he was creepy as hell. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I get that they are he has friends, but like this is the guy who's like the Santa. He's like, and he, hey, he's Bella, like, I was like, Santa, remember me? Don't you me? remember me being Santa and you sitting on my lap? It's like, okay, you're a pedophile, but like... <laughs> <laughs> well, it's also like, it's annoying when your parents' friends are like, remember when you were a baby and I met you and you were like nine months old and you're like remember I was, when your brain was yeah. the size of a pea yeah <laughs> it's like no I don't fucking remember you dude like stop <laughs> speaking to me yeah <laughs> anyway weirdest old guy goes to Wayland I guess yeah. Yeah. good call okay um, let's see yeah any more they're infinite but okay. you know I can just keep them to myself for now <laughs> um, you know honestly I think Edward wins Edward slash Robert Pattinson. Um, Valid. Robert got uh, two. <laughs> Edward got one. Oh, uh, Sandy worst, for Jacob. Sorry, Gabe. Yeah, wor- worst wig to Jacob. I'll give him yeah, that. Yes, like, as that like a, is true. Yeah. That it's wig is so, so bad. obviously a Although wig. Rosalie, like the yeah, thing. Rosalie's wig is bad, too. Yeah. Poor, really poor bad. Rosalie. That actress really got shit on because she wasn't as pretty as they thought they wanted her to be. And so, like, she got, like... The actress got like absolutely dunked on for not being pretty enough. Oh but the my thing God, that, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, because Rosalie in the book is supposed to be like the most yeah. stunning person and in the world. And she's supposed to be like supermodel. So she's supposed to be like tall, skinny, conventionally attractive. She wears this like 
insane dress for the prom. Like, But if you see that actress as herself, like if you look at photos of her, she is stunning. She's so beautiful. <laughs> they make her less oh attractive God. by like putting that weird wig on her. Yeah, and stuff. it's bad. And Anyways. like wearing the weird baseball cap. Like, okay. So <laughs> congratulations, Edward. Edward. <laughs> Yay! Um, <laughs> the Edward agenda lives on. Sorry, Gabe. <laughs> Okay. Cameron, thank you so much for being here. Is there anything you want to plug? Yeah. I mean, listen to my Twilight podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, you can find us at Unbitten Pod on Twitter. Uh, we are also Unbitten, like anywhere you can get your podcast, Spotify. It's a fun time. We love Twilight. We hate Twilight. We shit on it. We have critical analysis. Uh, and we love it. It's, 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 fun. it's a really fun time. It's yeah. really fun. Yeah. Um, we are a little bit through New Moon. So, and then you can also follow me on Twitter at Cam Purdy, C A M M P U R D Y. Um, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Everyone should follow you. Cool. Thank you. Anastasia. <laughs> yes, I have a plug. Uh, there's this show on HBO Max. I absolutely love it. The second season just came out. It's called Close Enough. It's an animated show from the guy who made the regular show, but this is definitely not a show for kids. I mean, it, it, I guess it's for kids, but it's like definally for adults. It's about two <laughs> um, LA hipster parents with like a preschool age daughter. And, but it's very surreal. I highly recommend it. It's so fun and, uh, and super funny. Agata. Yeah. I want to, um, I want to plug uh, Dog Treat Chicken Jerky. <laughs> uh, shout out to Chicken Jerky. Uh, you have helped my baby boy chips uh, be brave and come out and hang out with me a little bit at a time. Um, he will do anything for Chicken Jerky. So if you got a dog that loves chicken like mine does, check it out. I bought it. I think I bought it on Amazon or Chewy or something. But it's, there's different kinds. He's so cute. He's such a little <laughs> cutie. He's my little angel. <laughs> Gabe? Um, if you really want to watch some fun vampire content, you got to watch uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Hell yeah. Classic, that's, classic. That's really good. So good. So Better funny. than Twilight. Game. Don't at me. Take it back. Take it back. It's simply different. It's simply different. Uh, you're, not gonna, you're not going to win here, Gabe. I don't know. You're outnumbered by far. Yeah. That's true. They yeah. do make some Twilight jokes in what we do in the shadows. Yeah. In the show. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks again to our guest and thank you guys for tuning in. Yeah. Uh, maybe let us know me. if you want to see the the next movie. Yeah, if you want us to keep going, <laughs> I'm sure we're going to have many takers. Yeah. Gabe is not loving that suggestion. But you know what? Gabe doesn't get to pick. Yeah. We do. Gabe, you're going <laughs> to We're going to strap your eyes open like in Clockwork, Clockwork Orange. Orange. <laughs> make make them it. make them do more specifically to torture Gabe. That's yeah, the, that's exactly. the goal. <laughs> no, no. And I'll catch up on it in like half a year when I actually finish New Moon. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. Thank you for coming on this journey with us. Love you. Love Bye. you. Bye. Team Jacob. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>